TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce coming to you for episode 425. Of course, with my brother from another mother, we are shooting down to Melbourne where he is ready to rock and roll for another episode. Great man, Damien Christoph. How are you, legend? Pizzy, I am so good. I got off the golf course only about an hour or so ago, and, uh, and it was a beautiful day here in Melbourne. You know, August is beautiful. It's, it's a great reminder of the beautiful things in life when autumn is beautiful. Anyway, love it, love it. How are you, great man? Everything good for you? Very well, very well. Um, I'm, uh, I'm all a buzz after our recent episode of our Mother's Day commemorative episode with your grandmother, um, Isabel Wallace. That was just a, a wonderful episode. Got a nice little, got a nice chunk of buzz from from people last week's episode, episode 424. I have to say that the feedback that we've got from that episode is up there with some of the greatest feedback we've had about any episode um, it has had a lot of buzz. A lot of people that I didn't know listened to the podcast listened to that particular podcast and said, oh, my gosh, how cute is Isabel? How beautiful is she? And I was like, yeah, she is a champion. So then obviously, um, you know, Mother's Day was on the weekend just gone, and I know I'm just date stamped this one, but that's okay. Um, and, you know, we're all chatting about it, and she's like, oh, I think I stuffed it. She said, I think I stuffed it. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you didn't stuff it. And she said, oh, but what about the, you know, fancy me saying I called someone a dickhead. And I said, oh, that's fantastic, Isabel. <laughs> How real was she? She was just so, she was just so great, so great. Mm. Anyway. Hey, I've got a curly one for you. Yeah. Because Isabel, Isabel raised a couple of things which, which really do turn in my mind a lot, a yeah. lot more than, I don't want to say they should. Someone said a good friend, uh, Linda Gripperick, who is the wife of Guy Lawrence, who's been on 100 now a couple of times. She said, oh, anyway, I've got two conversations in my mind happening at once. I'm going to put that to one side and I'm going to come back to you and ask you this curly question that Isabel raised last week. And I've just had, I've just been triggered by it again today. <laughs> Now, she talks about getting out of bed. Do you remember this conversation she had last week talking about just having purpose and, and having something to get out of bed for and, you know, whilst physically it might be harder to get out of bed, I'm going to say emotionally and spiritually having the proximity she has to her family and loving to see her family, her children, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren really does do a lot for her. And and I, I have this unofficial research study going on in my mind that that type of love and purpose has a um uh an impact on longevity that it's like it's immeasurable right and and i think about this a lot because right now uh in particularly in victoria but in australia in the in the afl community uh we are beginning to see more vision of Neil Danaher 12 months on. Now, for those people that don't know Neil, Neil is uh, the leader of the Fight MND 
movement. He's looking for a cure for motor neurone disease. Uh, he has motor neurone disease, and the diagnosis to death for motor neurone disease is 27 months. Now, Neil is seven months post-diagnosis, seven years, seven oh, years yeah, post-diagnosis, and he is declining year on year, but yeah. every year that he is alive, he is completely smashing to pieces the diagnosis to death time frame. Now, Stephen Hawking was exactly the same. He was, I think, 55 years diagnosis to death. And I just have this unofficial um, research buzzing in my mind that a magnificent purpose in life, whether it's I can't wait to see my kids, my grandkids and my great-grandkids, or I want to help um, find a cure for motor neurone disease. And regardless of what people think about it, it doesn't matter. It's the very fact that it burns in their heart and soul so much to get them out of bed. I think there's just so much power in a demo. And I honestly, I think about it so much. Well, I like where you're going with this because the flip of it is very common. You know, people get a diagnosis, you'll be dead within two weeks, and they're dead within two weeks. Um, but they didn't know they were sick prior to that. Um, or uh, you'd be lucky to survive to 30 because you've got this, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then Random all gene. of a sudden people just kind of keel over and die. So I agree with you. I think there is something to do with purpose. And, I, you know, obviously you look at Neil's situation. I would love to meet Neil one day. I, I've never met him. Have you met him? Spoken to him on the phone in footy days, yeah. uh, media days. Um he was always funny on the phone. He lightened up. He he went from like what was called, what was it? He'd, be, he'd become known as the Reverend because he'd become like this <laughs> lighthearted priest figure. But he was so narky in the early days of his coaching. He had a, a reputation for just being so terse. Really? And uptight. But then really? he had relaxed and everyone loved the new Neil. It was like in 2004. Wow. Um, but... I'm just, I don't think I met him in person. If it was, it was very briefly. Right. Okay. Well, I, I what I what I see with Neil, um, and what I see with other people that tend to maybe not necessarily kick the bucket is exactly what you say, and that is they've got some kind of purpose. And clearly, Neil has a purpose around MND um, and the fight MND um, cause, which I think is really important. Um, and that's a big purpose, but maybe that's not his true purpose. Maybe mm -hmm. that's just what is the outward, you know, media relations, um, PR component of, you know, what we see as the purpose. We, we might assume that's his purpose, but maybe his purpose is to see grandchildren or maybe it's to mm -hmm. get out of bed and have breakfast with his wife or maybe it's to make sure that he lives another day. Um, and because I know... You know, and a colleague of mine's brother passed over with motor neurone disease a couple of years ago, um, and he seemed to defy the odds as well. And there's got to be some degree of purpose that keeps people going, and it'd be different for – I think it's different to what we might actually assume it actually is. Do you know, oh, do that's you know? a great point. No, totally. We can't tell anyone else what their purpose is. No, we can um, assume it. I think it. what we you're saying is it. the very fact that they have one yeah. is life-extending. That's yeah. the that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. 100%. And you know, so for me, I then I always relate anything that is a very novel 
novel, unique experience back to the common man and woman to go, well, you don't have to have MND to uh, realize that, you know, purpose is life extending. So I think the big kind of the gnarly question in the back of my mind and, and ideally I'd say for our listeners and our viewers is like what is your if, – if you think as we do that having a purpose in life like Isabel's is seeing her kids, her grandkids, her great-grandkids and, and Neil Danaher's might be the same, it, it might be – I mean it doesn't matter. But if you agree as we do that having a purpose, a reason for getting out of bed and knowing what it is so that it pulls you forward, it energizes you, it um, it, it propels you into the next day, uh, week, and month, and so on. And the common thing is, Damo, is that it's not it's not you. It's actually um, it's outside of you. So you know, Isabel, let's use our guest from last week. It's it's her children, grandchildren, great grandchildren. It's actually not her. It's 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 almost like being there for others. Hmm. My question is, you know, what is what is my purpose for getting out of bed each day? What is my life dedicated to for the next? six months or six years or um, beyond. But if people don't know it, I just think it's – they, if they, sorry, if they don't ask themselves the question, I think it's really easy to just ignore it and never give it the attention it deserves. Yes. I, yeah, I, I would agree. I would, again, agree with the idea that you – Unless you voice it and you bring it to the surface and you have a conversation around it, you're not, it's not going to get the attention that it deserves. But some people, I think, would would, would potentially keep it to themselves anyway. Maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. But they, they 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 know it themselves. Yeah. But or yeah, isn't it funny? Because we both think because of our um, learnings over the last um, eight and a bit years that purpose, engagement, and movement are the three things for longevity. We could assume that. Um, I wonder, who was the grumpy bloke? Who was the grumpy old bloke who wanted to die? And he couldn't die. Like, he just wished he'd die, and he was 100-and-something years was old. He on our, was he on our podcast? Uh, remember? They, was he a guest, was or it, was it? Uh... We, I, he was, I don't know whether, he wasn't a guest on our show. Maybe he was a guest on our show many years ago, but... Um, he was on the maybe it was you can't ask that it was the the docu series. Oh yeah, that. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah, and he's just like, I just want to die. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to die because you yeah. know his purpose was to die. <laughs> he just wanted to die, but for so he must have done something really wrong because he just get got kept on the planet. So, but but isn't it, that because they feel like their purpose is done? Like, my work here is done. Take me. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Pete Lennon reckons his purpose in life is to obtain his copy of Exceptional Life, which uh, it's fair enough, Pete. I've got <laughs> I've got this copy here, Pete. Look at uh, it. It's like all uh, of the pages. Unedited, I'm unabridged. Informed. Unedited, well, I'm just, unabridged. Uh, yeah, but unabridged. What, can I just say yeah. to appease yeah. Pete's um, concerns and also Summer's concerns, um, I received an email today from Marcus Pierce, from the great Marcus Pierce, saying I could now buy a PDF version or a Kindle version on Amazon um, mm-hmm. for four dollars ninety nine. Like seriously, like that's the most. That's the cheapest price I could ever imagine. Four dollars ninety nine. It's almost 
unfair. I want to buy like 50 copies at $4.99 because that's not right. $4.99. I feel very uncomfortable. $4.99. So that's, the, uh, that's the wisdom. In fairness, it's the wisdom of uh, the good people at Dean Publishing and and uh, the exclusive Domo. This is, it feels a bit hollow saying this. The book has hit number one on Amazon. Really? In a category called, yeah, in a category called Elder Care. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Don't ask me how this works. But but um, in all fairness, because I do feel like it's a hollow victory, it's number one in Elder Care and in another category called Family Activities. So all the marketers out there now, I'm learning the hard way about publishing. Well, now now I can put an Amazon bestseller on the cover of the book because <laughs> it hit a, it hit number one in a couple of random categories. Have you done screenshots? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you've done screenshots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put Marcus a post Pierce, on a number one Instagram bestseller. Tonight. Number one but bestseller. I'm telling you, it, I'm telling you, it sits uncomfortably because I feel like I haven't actually done anything yet. It's just. I feel like it's um the people that know algorithms and know how to, you know, it's like it's like remember back in the days when we started our podcast and we would debut at I don't know number two on the charts in front of Oprah Winfrey and uh, <laughs> the Tony Robbins podcast was number ten and one hundred on out was number two. Yeah, but that's and- fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's a pretty and, good you know, podcast. It, it's kind of like a bit of a I don't know. Uh, I call it a hollow victory, but but. <laughs> For all the marketers listening, we'll be like, no, Marcus, this is marketing, mate. This is how it works. We just get that stamp on there and away we go. But um, It's amazing. Anyway, on, I, I am having a little book party on May 22. So I am I am thinking, I'm reliably informed that the books will be at my place by May 21. And if not, I'll be having a book party with no books. And that would be embarrassing. I can send you up to borrow <laughs> the manuscript. I can send you. You can borrow, I can borrow it. And- I don't uh, think you actually signed it for me, so maybe I'll get I'm you to sign that with a texter. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, uh, at what point, at some different. point, PC though, let's talk about purpose. At some point, um, you've got four children, beautiful children, gorgeous wife, Sarah. Um, at some point, the book took over your purpose. Um, and I, I wonder whether or not you ever got fatigued because of your purpose. Like, does your purpose give you energy, or can your purpose make you fatigued? So, um, you you were very uh, dead set that in your fortieth year of life you would get this book out, um, and and you did. Congratulations! Um, Thank you. And to some extent, you could say that your purpose is the thing that you spend the most amount of time on because it's something to do with values, right? So. Well, this is this is so awkward, but you're so correct, just so spot on. And there would have been a period of time with your CPC over at the footbridge, um, having a little large soy mochaccino latte thing that you have, um, and just sitting there, tip tapping away, writing your book. You would have thought at some point, gosh, this book, my purpose in life right now, in the, my fortieth year, is really distracting me from where I'd rather be. Maybe you thought that. Or maybe you thought, thank God I've got a different purpose to looking after four children right now. <laughs> do, do you find that purpose could actually take mm-hmm. your energy away or do you, does, it, does it give you energy? Oh. Well, I almost want to ask you, I want to answer your question with a question because, you know, like this is so awkward and society <laughs> is having trouble with these, um, society is having trouble with this question. Because I don't go to bed at night wondering about 
what what's Darby having in his lunchbox tomorrow? You know, is Tommy going to be okay at preschool? How's May going on the violin? Uh, how's Se- you know? Oh, I probably do think is how's Sebe going? Is she okay? But your purpose, you said it earlier. Your purpose is what you get up and spend the most time doing, and what, what, what and uh, yeah, it's and it's not what you want to be doing. It's actually what you what you are what you are doing. And I think it's really like I, I know the purpose of my life is to help people live their exceptional life. And I do that as an author and a speaker and the rest, but I also do it as a husband and a father and a brother and a son and a cousin and a friend and, and all the rest of it. So I, I I attempt for my own almost justification more than anything to weave my purpose into everything I do, which is why I attempt to be the same on-screen versus off-screen pre-record or live record. I like, my, I like to think of my purpose as a 24-7, 365, but – I look at you and I think of when we first met and you would come down the highway to one Thaggy with Jackson in your car, having picked him up from school. I still remember he was like in a blue and yellow or was it green and white? Blue and yellow primary school, school uniform. You'd come and do a power of food. He'd be in the car. Um, it's purpose to separate. <laughs> purpose is too hard to separate. Like, well, particularly when you've I, got kids. I think. So, yeah. do you think that purpose is just cause? That's a question. So, uh, and cause. then is purpose your vision or mission? Because there's a lot of words that are kind of and phrases that are you know thrown around. Yeah, and yeah, thrown around totally. Thrown around. So, is just cause purpose, vision, mission, highest value? <laughs> is that all the same? <laughs> Or is the, because what you just said just then would make it all the same? Because I would think that your personal mission statement is that you yep. want people to live an exceptional life. Um, but I don't know if that's your purpose. I would contend that your purpose to get out of bed would be to, um, would be your like we could just umbrella it and say family and friends or family. Um, that'll be your purpose. That's yeah. your, your purpose. And That's then, the awkward conversation. Well, that, then your yeah. values would then your highest value is what you spend the most amount of time on. So then you're thinking, okay, mm-hmm. well, then potentially your highest value would be have been your book at one point because you were spending a lot of time on that, mm-hmm. but, and, which is not a bad thing. It 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 just is. And no, you and I know that this yeah. is fine, right? This is not yeah. good or bad. Um, it yeah. just is. Um, and this is maybe where. Society has a challenge with this because they think that if you've got a family, that should be your highest value. But at the end of the day, you know, if you've got a man or a, wo- a woman working in a family or in a household, um, and one person staying at home and the other person's working eighty hours a week, um, their highest value is to earn an income, and the other person's highest value is to look after the family or the household. Um, mm-hmm. That's not a good or a bad thing. Um, it's just a societal judgment, right? So, but the purpose, their purpose is the health of the family or the health of the children, but there's two different values, two different highest values at the time because that's where they're spending their their time, right? So maybe there's a bit of differentiation there. Anyway, just throw no. it out there. Good little thing <laughs> it's to think so about. so good. Mm. It's very curly. It curly. Yeah, it's very curly because I don't get up and out of bed in the morning Um dedicated to Maya or Sarah or Spencer or Tommy or Darby. I get up out of bed to live my best life and give them the – and when I do that, 
I give them the best version of me. I'm very big on if I look after me, then I can look after everyone else. Yeah. But it is a um, – but it doesn't make it that simple either. I still think that's a complicated – I think – and it's complicated for all of us because I know like what you just said about uh, – <laughs> is that real? Can purpose be something that's automated? Surely is that a bot or is that – No, this um, this person's watching. So Pratesh uh, is, is watching. So – but Pete wants to know what sort of people go to a book party. We'll, we'll leave that question to the end because I would like to know what sort of people go to a book party as well, Pete. Uh-huh. Um, maybe librarians. You're both on the list. Pete? I just have very low low, low expectations. Maybe librarians. That's but all, Pratesh, but, yeah. that's, can okay, purpose yeah. be something that's automated? No. Because anything can happen like that, like you have a baby or your wife dies or your business goes under um, and none of that can be automated. No, mm. definitely it's it's uh, certain processes within your business within yeah. your purpose can. But good question. You know what time you get out of bed and 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 the rhythm of your day. Do mm. so you've opened up some can of worms here, Damo? I'm normally the one opening up the can of worms and making you feel uncomfortable. But this is a this is a very this is a very very good conversation. Mm. Um, I wonder, ponder. I'd love feedback from people who's listening to this, driving along in the car with kids. Ask people what their purpose is. Have a conversation about it. You know, you know, what do you think my favorite thing is to do every day, and see what your kids say. Um, it might give you some feedback about where you channel your thoughts, where you're channeling your energy, where you're channeling your time. Um, and if you want to change it, then spend more time doing the things that you really should be or wanting to do. Um, that could be interesting for you. Good little exercise for everybody. Um, it might actually give you energy to find out where you're actually spending your energy. That could be interesting. My kids would say, go to work, eat chocolate, and and talk about football. <laughs> that sounds pretty good to <laughs> If me. you ask my kids. <laughs> um, yeah, well, if people – but I, I can see Pete saying, don't tell any people my purpose is around my family. Yeah, so I think that's great. I think the whole thing is not knowing – and, and we do need to wrap this up, but I think we can continue this conversation on the next episode. Um, the You said something earlier about, you know, the people that we've interviewed on this podcast, and I think I said they know their purpose. I don't think um, – I don't necessarily think people do consciously know their purpose, but they innately know their purpose. Like I think of like Yanni and Joanna and Ikaria. I think of Isabel. I think of Thelma Zimmerman. You might say to them, what is your purpose in life? And they might say, oh, I've never thought of that before in that way. But my purpose is definitely um, my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids. So it might not be – they're not going to bed and not writing in a journal going, this is the purpose of my life. But they live their purpose almost naturally without having to um, work work through it, I suppose. The other day – Either you or I asked Isabel what gets her out of bed, and she said breakfast. Um, <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> right. I completely misquoted her because I actually said her kids and her grandkids get her out of bed. <laughs> she <laughs> said so breakfast. Good. She said breakfast, and um, and I suppose at a hundred years old, um, you could stay in bed all day. But the one thing that gets her out of bed every single day to put us, you know, put her slippers on. Maybe go have a shower, get dressed, get out into the you know the dining room, rather than actually just turning the television on and sitting by the heater, um, is to get out and have breakfast. Um, 
That's interesting. That's interesting. Yep. Um, that gets her out of bed, one. but maybe that's not her purpose. I don't know whether or not we actually that asked her what keep her out of bed. Yeah. What's the purpose for living? I don't know. We should have asked her that. Um, all right. I'm going to wrap this up, Damo, and we can resume this chat. I've got a couple of curly ones for you as well oh. um, <laughs> that came up today. No, you'll like it. You'll really like it. All right. Um, for all of our wonderful listeners and viewers, we thank you for your support of the podcast. 425 episodes, four and a quarter centuries, Damo. Uh, what a quarter century. 425 not out. That is so good. That is so good. To find out more about the great man, Damien Christoph, head on over to damienchristoph.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.